There was one thing I missed in Rich Hickey's most recent keynote that I want to talk about today. Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and these are my thoughts on functional programming. So in 2017, at the Closure Conj, Rich Hickey gave a talk called Effective Programs, and he explained mostly it was like explaining the design decisions behind closure and what kinds of problems he was trying to solve and the kinds of uh decisions that he didn't even really realize he was making uh until you know 10 years in uh just being able to reflect on what he was doing at the time and it had to do with these programs that have to react to stuff happening in the world and 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 make decisions in the world and also be changing over time as the world changes over time so there's all this motion everything's changing and uh and enclosure was designed to address this and in the talk um there was something i missed because I, I wrote it I wrote a response. There was a lot of talk in the in the presentation. There was a lot of talk about static types and how uh, they weren't helping with that particular problem. They were great if you had a static problem and you wanted to model it uh, in in you know a, a, a type safe way. You could do that. But then when you have this idea of the world is changing and so your program has to adapt, like the, the, the code has to change, um, you have this, this timeline of, of your types changing over time and there just isn't a model of that. Anyway, he brought up types a lot. Uh, and so from I, I wrote an article with my interpretations of it because a lot of it was um, oblique, um, you know, he didn't, it wasn't the topic of the talk. So this was kind of tangential to it. Um, and I felt like the, the talk needed a little bit of context. Now, I don't know if I did a great job of adding any context to it. Uh, I actually felt like people who it, it only like deepened the divide between static and dynamic types, which was not my intention. Uh, my intention was um, to share my personal experience working in Haskell and comparing it to how I felt working in Clojure and um, why I thought some of the statements he made made a lot of sense to me uh, you know, on a personal experiential level, not any kind of like um, uh, objective level or anything. Um, so anyway, the, the, the response I got for my article was like people who liked closure and dynamic types liked my article and people who liked static types had a lot of objections. So I don't think it clarified anything. So I, I don't really, it, it, I haven't, I haven't found the key yet because I think that we, we are too divided and we need to be more unified. Um, but there was I rewatched the talk recently, um, and I actually missed a lot of stuff. You know, I think I I had seen it live, and then I watched it 
uh, one time after that, before I wrote my article, just as research to make sure I was, you know, remembering stuff correctly. And then I, I rewatched it recently, and there was something I missed, something very important that uh, I didn't pick up on. And it was that when you're dealing with a you know you're you're working on a on a problem there's often a lot of sub problems where you're working on the partial like you have a, a partially solved problem right you're 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 like halfway through the steps that will finally solve the problem but you're only halfway uh so you have a partial solution or you have say partial data because you haven't finished making the data yet and so what you have is you can't use the type that you will eventually have at the end which contains the entire solution what you have is a piece of that and what piece is it well you want the flexibility to be able to choose the piece that you want. So are you going to make a new type for that sort of half solution? And this, this is something he brings up where you have, uh, you know, you say, well, a person has a name and it has an address and it has a, uh, an employee status and you know, a salary. It has all these things. And as a, as a whole, that makes sense. But very often, all you have is the first name and the employee status, right? Like you're in some part of the code that only needs those two things. And so are you going to make a new type just for that piece? And what do you even call that type, right? And then another part needs the, the first name and the address because it's going to mail them something. And so what, they're going to need this other piece, right? And you need to name that type. And this, he was use, uh, using this as an example um, of, of one of the reasons why spec is the way it is, that in spec, you define what the keys mean independent of what data structure they are in. So person slash first name is always going to be a string with certain characteristics and you know however you define it in spec regardless of what else is around it and so that lets you put the pieces together as you need them in a way that that you know they might not even be part of this bigger entity they're part of some sub entity or some other some other thing you know how do you join them right like you have the whole set uh, library, closure.set, that contains all these relational algebra things. And is there a type for each join, for each kind of join to do? So this is, you know, this is what he was talking about, that you need a data model and not just uh, a bunch of concrete types. Because a data model is an abstraction and concrete types, like a person has a first name that's a string and has a last name that's a string and an address that's an address type that has a street and a number and a zip code and, 
you know, those, those are concretions, not abstractions. And you, you need a program to abstractions. I mean, that, that's been clear for a long time. Uh, so that's something I missed that, that it's, it's true in, um, in type languages, you have this, uh, problem where the solution always seems to be more types. You need more types. And when you look at the recommended stuff from, I, I don't know, maybe it's an extreme faction of, of Haskellers, but they say we, we can't use strings except as, you know, at the bottom, but we always wrap them in a type so that we know what that string represents. You know, that's where you need to go. In the same way that you would say person slash first name is a string, it's not empty, and it, you know, maybe has a capital first letter. You know, I don't know what you would say for a first name. Seems like you don't want to restrict that that, that too much. Uh, but um, you would want to define... Instead of using strings, you would want to define a first name type and a last name type and an address type and a, and a zip code type, and everything would be typed in the way that we're now starting to do with spec. We're specking every key, right? So um, then you get to put them together in combinations. Um, anyway, that was something that I, I had missed the first time and I just wanted to talk about it. All right. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, um, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this, especially on my article. Cause I feel like this is the kind of thing that, um, I would love to have a very clear, um, treaties on. I don't know if one article could ever do it. Um, it's it's just a really complex issue and it's you know i don't even want to talk about the issue it's it's something for another episode but if you have if you have um complaints about my article i really want to hear them i want to know uh, this article is called closure versus the static typing world okay i really want to know uh what could make this article stronger like what are your objections to it because um, this is important to me. I think that we're too divided. Um, and so I, 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 I'm, I'm sitting there on the inside and I'm like, what's unclear to me. It's, it's clear that I, I'm, that we're, we're too divided. And when I make a statement, I'm not meaning to divide us more. Um, but I'm, I'm just not able to express it. So I want, I, I just want some help here. I want to know what's going on. Um, so uh, please, I'm Eric Normand at, on Twitter, and you can also email me, eric at lispcats.com. See you later.